Welcome to the Enneagram and Christianity Podcast with your hosts, lead pastors Claire and Scott Lorridge from Crossroads Church and Ministries in Marshall, Michigan. In this Advent 2020 season, we're asking the question, how will you unwrap the gift of Christ in you this Advent season? We hope that you'll join us December 1st through December 25th as this podcast will create space for you to unwrap the gifts of Christ's presence for every Enneagram personality style. So dive in, let's take a listen, and let's unwrap the gift of Christ. Here's Claire and Scott. Welcome, Nicholas Griffin. I always call you Hello. Nick, but, but you're Nicholas today. I like it. Is, Is that, that on my... Uh... Uh huh. Oh, uh, I don't. That's just the default. I uh, this is my school Zoom. I'm a high school Bible teacher, and it, they have our names stuck, so we can't make our names fun things or anything like that. Oh darn! Because you would do that, wouldn't you? I do sometimes. You know, it's fun <laughs> to mix it up and confuse people a little bit. But I mean, I spell Nick funny, and I, I think you know that N I C H. So yeah. that in and of itself is a little bit confuses people, and they're like niche niche like no it's just nick i just have a little bit of flair in my name well of course enneagram seven yes. in fact you know, um i this is my second enneagram seven today and okay. you know of course we're in advent and yes. this is um this sunday when we lit the advent wreath we lit the candle called joy and uh mm. and so that joy um, in the midst of uh, pandemic might seem elusive to some people. And there are people that um, they certainly uh, have a joyful presence. They certainly embody the joy of the Lord when they're, when they're healthy. And uh, because we don't call you the epicure or the enthusiast or the adventurer, those are all descriptors. (laughs) Um, but what is deeper in uh, in a seven who is uh, doing work, you know, with their with their head, heart, and gut, is that you really will embody the joy of the Lord. And mm. so, you know, as a teacher and as a uh, as a dad of a two and a four year old, and um, you have lots of opportunities to to party. I'm sure. Yes, all yeah. day. Uh, all day. In the midst of work, I know you can make it a party. Oh yeah. But I did wonder, you know, um, Nick, could you tell us how uh, Christ has incarnated joy for you? Mm. How you've experienced Christ as joy, yeah. and even in this Advent season, you know, and if it hasn't been in the Advent season, maybe just your remembering it might help bring it right back home to you. Totally. And with any question, I instantly have like 12,000 ideas running through my head that are like, oh, I could go this way. I could go that way, you know, into a thousand different directions. But I think pretty primary to how have I experienced uh, the presence of Christ as joy is realizing that Christ is always with me here in the present, which is um, not where I natively live. It's very easy for me to be completely in the future. Um, new ideas, new adventures, all that kind of stuff. Always planning the next thing, wanting challenges, um, and wanting to do and be better. 
So my default is to do that. Yeah, Christ doesn't need any of those things. He really, um, he's all all places, all times, at all time. Uh, but I think really where he lives is in the present. Uh, so it's not a bad thing to have a million interests or hobbies or to dream even. I think it's a gift to be able to dream. Uh, but lately I've been experiencing Christ more fully when I'm just able to be present in each moment, recognizing each moment as um, as time with him, that he is fully with me. Um, it's not that I'm going to be with him in the future. It's not that I was only with him in the past, but every time it's called now, he is with me here. Um, and it's not just Christ saying, here's five steps to joy. You know, it's not saying do these things and then one day you'll be happy or one day heaven will be here. Um, and then there'll be no more sorrow, no more tears, um, which is true. And I don't want to diminish that, but at the same time, he welcomes us as we are here to find satisfaction and joy in each moment. Um, and I think especially in Advent, um, so often we're searching for satisfaction and joy um, just in the wrong places. And Christmas, it's so easy for our focus to be on just how awesome Christmas is. It's by far my favorite time of the year. The lights, the presents, people seem to be a little bit happier at least. They say Merry Christmas and interact. Normally I smile at people in public and they're just like, uh, with a mask, it's harder because I just like, you know, am I, am I frowning? Am I smiling? It's hard to tell. Uh, but recognizing that like Emmanuel, God with us, he's with us in the present, um, not in some future time. And that was just a big game changer for me um, to kind of consider what does it mean to have true joy and not just the adventure, not just the Epicurean traits, but a deep rooted joy that's um, that's mixed with anxieties, that's mixed with all the hard things in life. Um, but that I think was suffering, yet had immense joy. Um, Can you say and that? learning about harmony triads? Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, I was going to ask you to repeat that just because you froze up a little bit. But I'm what, sorry. Um, immense joy. Seeing Jesus us in uh who lived a life of suffering the suffering servant who had immense joy throughout all of that uh, and i think that's because he lived in the present um he he was with his disciples he was with people he was experiencing hardship yet chose joy um and with that learning about harmony triads um was a big game changer for me because it's even easier for my for my heart space and my body space gut space uh, to be present, then it's easier for them, these spaces than it is for my headspace. So to kind of lean into those as a way to um, bring some balance to my life and not just stay up here, but also uh, to feel deeply and to, you know, interact with my body as well. That's beautiful. And, you know, we, we share, um, you've been through our training in the Harmony Triad model, and we use uh, the, one of the exemplars for the seven is the Dalai Lama. And uh, one of the questions somebody asked him one time was, when were you the happiest? And he said, I think now. <laughs> you know? And so that speaks to that, that present moment kind of experience that when, um, when you are incarnating 
the presence of Christ. Mm -hmm. You are in the now. And then how do you bring that to other people, Nick, as a high school teacher, as a father of a toddler and a preschooler, as the husband of a a wife who worked on the COVID floor in the initial days. That's when we met actually Mm -hmm. came to the training. And uh, tell me, how do you bring uh, the incarnate Christ as joy to people in these days when you can't see that you're smiling behind them. Ma- and I still have my mask here. Just, <laughs> in case. You, uh, you know, we can't, we can't really pick up your energy like we normally would, you know, unless you're on zoom, then that's good. But, but in the grocery store, in all the places where you're interacting. So tell me about how you're incarnating joy these days. Yeah. I think there's a few levels to it. I think um, in more of a light sense, you know, I've started occasionally wearing party hats with my mask to the grocery store. So people know like, okay, he's still having fun. I can't see him smiling, but uh, actually adults give me dirty looks. If I like wear a fun hat, all the kids are like, I love your hat. It's so great. And the adults are like, don't talk to me. (laughs) Um, But I think it's really just trying um, to help people experience and to teach them about, I mean, my, as primary role as a teacher uh, to my kids and to all my students um, is to just teach them what we just talked about being present of knowing uh, who God is. Um, And I, I'm kind of like a silver linings expert. I can find the good, even in the hard, a lot of times. Um, And that's different. I think, I hope it's different than like emotional or spiritual bypassing. Uh, because like I mentioned, it can include weeping, it can include mourning, um, but helping people see the good in that, to see that Christ is here with us now. And I'm here with you now, you know, as a member of the body of Christ, I can serve that role for people. Um, and finding just that glimpse of light or hope just in the darkness. I think a lot of times it's, I mean, it's been a dark year for most people. Um, it's hard not seeing people. It's hard not being able to interact in the same ways or even to see smiles. Um, so like we're, we're waiting for relief, it feels like. And I think it's timely with Advent, kind of this, this waiting, this anticipating of balancing the joy of the Christmas season with this um, anticipating and knowing like we have deep needs that uh, only Christ can fill. So I think it's when we can pause and reflect um, and help each other enter into the dark night. Um, We can see that Christ is present with us and he'll never leave us or forsake us, which is just such a beautiful truth. He works all things out for the good. Um, He has an unrelenting love that searches and finds us. Um, And then when he finds us, he outpours that love onto us more than we could ever imagine. Um, And I think one of my callings in life is to help people experience joy. It's been, that's a lot of my journey is seeing how resistant I am to other people's love. Um, And I think just working with people to show them like, uh, I mean, to communicate where I'm at sometimes because I do find joy probably a little bit easier than most people. I find having a lot of energy easier than most people. And I think when people look at me, they can kind of assume everything's great. Um, But that's not the case 90% of the time, at least. Um, (laughs) Most of my journey, 
or most of my Christian journey has been, uh, honestly, like a fear-based religion. Um, just kind of worried that God hated me, not, maybe not hate, but didn't like me. Uh, I was, would just try to make him less, less likely to be angry at me. So I would, you know, go to seminary. We almost moved overseas. Um, I think that's so far from the, the goodness, beauty, and truth of who God is. Um, so a lot of what I try to do to incarnate joy is to uh, just reflect the goodness of God to them. Uh, I teach high school Bible. So often we're in the Bible together. Um, and that's intimidating for a lot of students um, and just a lot of people in general. But being able to show them uh, the reality of who God is, that he's not a distant God that he is a faithful God who um, came to enter our suffering in order to bring us into the fullness of joy. Um, so well, bringing us into that. Preaching. That's good preaching. <laughs> love it. I can tell you we're a seminarian. Yes. I love it. And it even feels like you gave us three points and a punt. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, I think uh, one of the things I appreciate about you, and even when we first got on the call, is you immediately went into some of the difficulties that you're um, you're experiencing right now, and we were able to just talk about that for a bit, and um, and I think that's healthy seven, uh, you know, um, spirituality. That while you absolutely give the gift of showing us the spirit, you know, the the silver lining, or all things will work together for good for those that love God. That's the mm-hmm. gift of a seven. Thank God. Thank God that you can future it. Then thank God that you could be present to uh, the realities and even mm-hmm. mention the dark night. And I think you were with us on the dark night retreat. You know, there's a lot of yeah. a lot of sevens that would never go to a retreat called the dark night of the soul. But that tells me that you're doing good work in order to welcome your heart. And to welcome what you're experiencing uh, in all of life. And then this wonderful grounding of your Enneagram One space to, to be here now and talk about the goodness of God. And uh, I, I really just appreciate you. I appreciate that on this day, I was able to talk to two sevens. And, um, and you'll even, you'll want to watch Shauna. Uh, she's another one of our students. And, um, uh, and, you know, practitioners in her own world <clears throat> and to watch how you embody and incarnate the joy of, of the Lord and, uh, and how we need you right now. Please keep wearing your party hat. <laughs> Get one. I'm going to wear one. I don't know. Maybe I'll start wearing my mask as a right. party hat. You know, it, it's a, it's a gift. And so do you want to say anything to our friends in parting? Uh, just to keep doing the work and especially in the time of Advent, this has been a really, I think it's been a hard Advent for me, um, which has made it really rich and deep because I think there's a truth to Advent should be hard. Mm-hmm. Like seeing the humanity behind it, um, behind Jesus, behind Mary, um, and just this, this eager waiting as we kind of wait for the coming Messiah, um, has been, it's been great for me. So keep doing the work, keep uh, fighting for joy, even when it's difficult. I think um, I even think to like the original birth of Christ where 
this this eager anticipation and then the the messiah is born yet everything wasn't fixed at the moment of birth you know so it's it is this future looking um it's this anticipating that okay there's steps along the way let's take it one step at a time as we seek more joy as we seek god as we seek uh to incarnate the qualities of jesus that we see in scripture for others so yeah. I think that's it. I can talk forever. Um, uh, well, let me just say, um, we have a, a, a poem. Uh, maybe I should even just share my screen. And you be right and I'll be left. Um, we'll okay. give to our friends. This is a, um, uh, a poem prayer by Howard Thurman, a great civil rights leader and, um, and a part of the body of Christ. So, wow, can you see everything that's open on my screen right now? Can you Just see Just the it? document. Just the word document. <laughs> For real? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So you be um, right and I'll be left. How about that? Okay. Let's just take a moment and breathe and open up to the presence of God in this here and now moment. Willingness to be with God in all of the hard and beautiful ways that God will open unto us joy. Lord, open unto me. Lord, open unto me light for my darkness. Open up to me courage for my fear. Open unto me hope for my despair. Open unto me peace for my turmoil. Open unto me joy for my sorrow. Open unto me strength for my weakness. Open unto me wisdom for my confusion. Open unto me forgiveness for my sins. Open unto me love for my hates. Open unto me thyself for myself. Lord, Lord, Lord. Lord, open unto me. May we be open to all that's in the present moment. Thanks for guiding us, Nick. You are a gift. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for joining with us today on the Enneagram and Christianity podcast. We would love to connect with you as you wait for Christ to be revealed and offer spiritual practices to stay present to Christ's presence within you this Advent season. You can check out Scott and Claire's Enneagram website by going to scottandclairelorage.org. That's S-C-O-T-T-A-N-D-C-L-A-R-E-L-O-U-G-H-R-I-G-E.org. And when you go there, you can check out the blog and the vlog and all things Enneagram. And of course, you can go to ccmonline.org. We hope that you'll be able to join us each and every day through the season of Advent as we give thanks for the faithfulness of Christ. Hope to see you soon.